0: Hello, communicators. Welcome to episode nine of the audio series, The Communicator. Let's dive into the world of corporate communications from an in-house lens. I'm Yesenia Reynoso, your host, and thanks so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show or are a general member, hit that subscribe button. You can also share, like, and comment on this and previous episodes at your disposal. Spread it far and wide, my friends. I'm available on social media, so follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. All of my handles are listed in the episode description box below. And finally, this episode and all previous eight volumes are now available across all primary podcast mediums. Every new episode comes out on the first and third Mondays of the month, which you can hear on your laptop, mobile, or any portable electronic device. Now that we got all the housekeeping details out of the way, welcome to episode nine of The Communicator. Can you feel it? Can you see it? Can you anticipated? Yes. For me, I certainly do. The light is clearly showing brightly. As a matter of fact, we are approaching the very end of the tunnel. Why, you may ask? The reason being is that we are now just six episodes away from the season one finale of The Communicator. Yes, that is right. Season one is only six chapters away from closing its Season 1 book and I for one am truly grateful that each and every one of you are a part of this ride this community and Looking ahead towards the future of the communicator as a matter of fact I'm gonna be revealing all different types of details as to what the future holds for the communicator Will it be renewed for a second season? Will there be a different structure? New topics introduced? Yes, anyone? You name it, all those questions will be answered in the upcoming episodes. And not only that, I am also going to be revealing the Season 1 finale date at our very next episode, episode number 10. So circle that date on the calendar, two weeks from Monday. I am going to reveal when exactly does Season 1 come to an end. And just remember that this episode and as well as the entire series in general is all for you this is about you every content that i put out there is to ensure that you all enjoy it it's about quality over quantity and more importantly for us to generate conversations as to how we can further improve and strengthen our communications while at the same time, figure out ways as to how we can bring real solutions to the industry. And so for that, I wanna say thank you for being a part of this. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing where the communicator grows and how its own story continues to blossom in its own right. Now before we dive in into episode number 9, I also want to acknowledge that this past Friday, September 15th, is the start of Hispanic Heritage Month. And as a Hispanic woman, a Hispanic American, and a woman of color, it is my responsibility to continue building a platform for the entire Hispanic community to use to continue telling our stories, our culture, our heritage, our history, the right Way and also being able to bring into the limelight important societal issues that affect our community on a daily basis. At the end of the day, it's all about building a sustainable, equitable future. And I also want all cultures coming together and being able to reach our true potential. We as a a Hispanic community, a diverse and rich filled with traditions, values, and so much for, we have a real, significant, strong buying power. And it is with that power and voice, we can bring real change. And so as a Hispanic communicator, it is only right for me to continue the push for that vision. And so I'm gonna be offering a lot more about Hispanic Heritage Month and how does my story tie in, and as well as the current the current and future trends of Hispanic slash multicultural communications in our next episode. So stay tuned for that. But otherwise, we're going to go back into episode number nine. The real purpose of, for, of this particular show, I should say, is going to be centered around one word, ethics. As you all know, september is ethics month in the communications world and so this is a chance for us communicators to go back reflect and more importantly re-inject the importance of ethical communications why because ethical communications is all about promoting honesty transparency respect and responsibility in all forms of communication and so i feel that it is very much appropriate that we centered episode number nine about ethical communications what it is ethical communications its principles and why it is it important for us to re-inject ethical communications back into our day-to-day messaging and so with that in mind are you ready to dive in i really want to hear it are you ready to dive in i know you are so with that let's communicate about ethics shall we great well ethical communications refers to the practice of conveying information ideas and messages in a truthful transparent and responsible manner while respecting the values rights and interests of all parties involved it involves adhering to principles and standards that promote honesty, integrity, and fairness in all communications, including written, verbal, nonverbal, and digital interactions. It is so important for us to reevaluate the way as to how we do storytelling, and more importantly, how do we bring back ethics into our communications? Because given the current climate that we're living in, you can pretty much say that we are living in a propagandized world. There is a lot of heavy propaganda. It is extremely narrative based and many people, whether it's external or internal audiences, just can't correctly decipher what is the truth from falsehoods. A very brutal reality is lies misinformation disinformation spreads six times as much than the truth and as we all know as well selling any kind of lies throughout different media mediums is going to generate revenue and profit and for those who are in power if they really if they really care about what's going to fill their line with pockets of money, obviously they know for a fact that controlling the ways to how we consume our media, how we inform, we persuade, changing the the perceptions as to how we view many different types of content and other issues transforming it in a way where lies can be consumed and then repeated as such for people to eventually assimilate it is something that has already been a dangerous practice that has already gone out of control. And so as a communications pro, we need to get back to the basics when it comes to ethical communications. The, the critical notion that as the general public continues to lose trust not only in the corporate mainstream media but it also trickles down to the communications industry as we are the generators of news we are the ones who create storytelling to inform or persuade audiences if the public is already losing trust with all different types of media outlets whether it's broadcast print digital you name it all of that resentment is gonna trickle down to communications. And that is a very bad sign for us communications pros because we are responsible in bringing truth, transparency, honesty. And as such, we need to figure out ways as to, well, how can we reincorporate that back into our messaging? We need to be out there to inform people about the truth, staying in the middle, and also figuring out ways as to how we can re-educate the public on not only the facts, but also to regain their trust. Hence why Ethics Month is one of those months that us as communications pros, we need to reflect, reevaluate, and also reconfigure the wheel in the way as to how we tell our story. And so looking at it from a communication standpoint, there are some key principles and aspects of ethical communications that I think every, every PR pro must know. Number one, truthfulness. Ethical communications requires telling the truth and presenting information accurately. It involves avoiding deception, exaggeration, and the spreading of false or misleading information. Number two, transparency. Being open and transparent in communication means providing all relevant information and not withholding essential details that could impact understanding or decision-making. Number three, respect. Ethical communicators must show respect for the dignity, beliefs, and rights of, of, of others. They avoid offensive language, stereotypes, discrimination, and we, they or we also listen actively to other perspectives. Number four, privacy. Respecting individuals' privacy and confidentiality is crucial in ethical communications. Sensitive or private information should be handled with care and not disclosed without consent. Five, fairness and balance. Ethical communicators strive for fairness by presenting multiple viewpoints when appropriate and not favoring one perspective over others. They avoid biases and strive for balanced reporting. This particular one is something that we really need to get back on the main track. Being fair and balanced when it comes as to how we tell our story, and as well as welcoming opinions from all different sides. When there is bias involved, it tilts the scales, In a direction where one narrative needs to be the premier narrative over the other and if you go against that narrative you're going to be chastised victimized censored you name it across the board and that is something that cannot be done that is pretty much censorship and so we need to bring back that fairness and balance and this particular topic we'll be discussing this further at future episodes number six accountability taking responsibility for the consequences of one's communication is a fundamental aspect of ethical communications if errors are made ethical communicators must acknowledge them and take steps to correct them another important principle that we can definitely review uh, on a future episode down the road number seven cultural sensitivity understanding and respecting cultural differences and norms is essential to avoiding unintentional offense offensive and promote effective communications across diverse audiences. Number 8, digital ethics. In the digital age, ethical communications extends to online interactions. This includes responsible use of social media, avoiding cyberbullying and respecting each other's digital privacy. Number 9, avoiding manipulation. Ethical communicators refrain from using manipulative tactics such as emotional manipulation, fear-marketing, or misleading visuals to influence or persuade others. Number 10. Ethical marketing and advertising. Businesses and advertisers should be very much truthful and transparent in their marketing practices, avoiding any kind of false claims and ensuring their messages are not deceptive or harmful. Number 11. Responsible journalism. Journalists and media organizations have a special responsibility to provide accurate, unbiased, and well-researched information to the public. Adhering to ethical standards is crucial in maintaining public trust. This one as well. Number five, number six, and number 11. I definitely think we need to converse about these at a future episode because given the current landscape, Those three principles in particular stand out the most when it comes to the loss of ethical communications and why it is important for us to bring that back. And these three principles are gonna be playing a key role in resurrecting that, not only in the immediate future, but also in the coming years. And finally, number 12, ethical leadership. Leaders in organizations should not, should I should say, model ethical communications behavior, as it sets the tone for the entire organization and fosters a culture of integrity. As a whole, ethical communications, again, it's about promoting honesty, transparency, respect, and responsibility. It is also a fundamental component of building trust, maintaining positive relationships, and contributing to a just and ethical society. And with that, we easily transition over to the why. Why is it important for us communication pros to bring back ethics? Why do we need to reincorporate ethical communications onto our messaging? Especially at a time where lies, deceit, disinformation are overpopulating the entire media ecosystem Making it difficult for the general public to consume the information, and as well as not being able to correctly decipher what is truth from falsehoods, which lacks it, which, or I should say, which causes an imbalance uh, with critical thinking. Organizations must reincorporate ethical communications in their messaging for several important reasons the why ladies and gentlemen the why why do we need to reincorporate ethical communications number one trust and credibility ethical communications builds trust with stakeholders including customers employees investors and the public when people trust at an organization and its message they are more likely to engage with the brand and support its primary objectives number two reputation management Ethical communications helps protect and enhance an organization's reputation. A strong reputation is a valuable asset that can lead to increased customer loyalty, positive media coverage, and better relationships with stakeholders and as well as other primary internal and external audiences. Number three, legal compliance. Ethical communications practices often align with legal requirements. By adhering to those ethical standards, organizations reduce the risk of legal issues related to false advertising, consumer protection, privacy violations, and so much more. Number four, the long-term success. Ethical communications foster sustainability and long-term success. Any kind of misleading or unethical practices may lead to short-term gains but can damage an organization's prospects in the long run as trust arose, as well as any kind of denting in terms of brand reputation. Number five, customer loyalty. Ethical communications can build a loyal customer base. Customers are more likely to support companies that align with their values and demonstrate ethical behavior. Number six, employee morale and retention, which ties into internal communications. Employees are more motivated and, commitment, and committed, I should say, when they work for organizations that uphold ethical standards. Ethical communications can contribute to a positive workplace culture, improving employee morale and retention rates. Number seven, stakeholder engagement. Ethical communications promotes meaningful engagement with stakeholders. It also encourages open dialogue, feedback, and collaboration, which can lead to better decision making and a much more successful initiative and or initiatives. Number eight, risk migration. Ethical communication practices can help identify and migrate risk early. By being transparent and accountable, organizations can address issues before they escalate into a full-blown crisis. Number nine, competitive advantage. Ethical communications can set the organization apart from its competitors. In an era where consumers and investors value ethics and corporate responsibility, Ethical messaging can be a unique selling point to establish. Number 10, regulatory compliance. Many industries have regulations and standards that are related to ethical communications. Compliance is not only a legal obligation, but it is also a good way to demonstrate commitment to responsible business practices and to have it adapted company-wide. Number 11, public perception. Public opinion can significantly impact an organization's success. Ethical communications ensures that the organization is viewed positively by the public, which can lead to increased support and advocacy. And it can also establish credibility for audiences to be able to be loyal to your brand, your services, initiatives, and so much more. Number 12, global reach. In a global, globalized world, Organizations need to consider diverse cultures and ethical norms. Ethical communications help bridge cultural gaps and ensures that messaging is respectful and inclusive. And finally, number 13, ethical leadership. Ethical communications is a reflection of the organization's leadership. Demonstrating ethical leadership can attract top talent, investors, and partners who want to be associated with responsible organizations. Overall, Reincorporating any kind of ethical communications, or just a matter of fact, just simply reintegrating ethical communications in your messaging, is essential for, organi- for not only for you, but for all organizations because it helps build trust, it protects your reputation, you comply with laws and regulations, the fostering of long term success, and you engage effectively with stakeholders shareholders, board of directors, and all different types of internal and external individuals, ethical communications is not only a moral imperative, but also a strategic advantage in today's business landscape. And so when you try to build your communications plan, you want to figure out ways as to how you can bring ethics back into the circle and its ramifications. I basically pretty much gave you the one-on-one on ethical communications. I set up the foundation for you. And based out of what we've discussed here, there are components from within these principles and as well as the reasonings behind it that we're going to be dissecting even further in future episodes. I, for one, am a strong believer in ethical communications. And I always believe that the truth is what's going to set you free. And if you are truthful, that is where you're going to gain the trust of the public. If you lie, you destroy your reputation and as well as the trust of your consumers. And so when we look further into ethical communications and why it has been lost in our society today? how can we get it back? What are the root causes? And more importantly, what happens if we continue going down this? I'm going to be blunt about it. dangerous path. It is going to set it up for consequences that i can I cannot only imagine what what damage it could cause, uh, not only in the communications industry, but everywhere else. And so I'm very much looking forward to be discussing this specific topic even further in future episodes, and as well as g- gathering your thoughts as well. What do you think about, about all this? Do you think we need to bring it back? Are there different methods what what's your take i definitely want to hear from you so please hit uh hit all of those communications mediums send me an email you name it i really think this is a a topic that we must discuss further in depth and so that comes that is the end we have reached the end of the line of episode number 9 of the communicator you have any questions comments anything you agree or disagree with What topics should I focus on next? Any feedback is highly welcome. Just simply email me at yr.ymedia at gmail.com. The email is listed in the episode description. Don't forget to follow me on social media and on the communicator. Once again, please hit those subscribe buttons, share, like, and comment away as we continue to elevate this audio series. Leave a five-star rating or review. And lastly, tune in to episode number 10 in two weeks time. And I will see you on the opposite end of the corporate com spectrum till then, everyone. Bye. <laughs>